Welcome to a few deep hangout podcast where a guest and I drink multiple styles of beer and talk about this, that, and the other thing. I'm your host, Joe Varga. So come on, let's get a drink. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Happy Saturday. Okay, I've officially set up a donation button on the website. Uh, hopefully most of you know, or all of you should know that I don't make any money doing the podcast. It's basically a nonprofit. Uh, I buy, I buy all the beer most of the time, unless, uh, I have a guest that supplies some beer. Um, and I pay for all the equipment and all the time that I spend doing it. So I don't make any money and it's my side hustle. And I say that as it's my side hobby. It's fun. I love doing it. I love putting a podcast out. It's like being in a band, but not, you know? It's nowhere near being in advance. Not as exciting, but it's still fun. You know, I like the creative outlet of it, and it's fun and entertaining. But anyway, so yeah, so I set up a donation. Uh, so if you go to the website and you go to under exclusives, and it'll go to the donate button, I just click it, and you can donate. I think the minimum is like ten dollars or something like that. But hey, if you're feeling generous and you like the podcast, please go click the donate button, donate to the beer fund, uh, and then if you do, uh. I'll give you a shout out. Uh, if you leave your name and you know your ad or your whatever city you're from, doesn't matter. I think if you donate, it already comes up on there, so I'll find out and I'll just give this shout out to you and the city, and uh, and uh, I'll also uh, tell you what beer I bought. So you'll I'll assign each person like a beer, and I'll be like, you contributed to you know Half Moon Bay Brewing Company today, as we're gonna be drinking this, blah blah blah. You know, so I'll give you a shout out and. Uh, yeah, it would be much appreciated. Um, I thought that would be a, a good way to to start interacting with my audience, you know. Donate to the beer fund, give you a little shout out, you know. Um, so, yeah. So, if you're feeling generous, go to the webpage, you know, go to the website, afewdeep.com. Um, you know, also, you know, there's t-shirts and all that. I'm going to be making some new ones. I know that the old ones are a little, you know, I like the logo. It just needs more texture. The colors need to pop. Like, it needs to be black and white and... No, not just one color. I need at least two colors to make it, you know, stand out a little bit more and and uh, create the texture of it. But I do love the logo. So, but there'll be also some more ones coming soon. So, uh, yeah, I'm working on that. Um, other than that, you know, all the links are on there. So for all updated information, just v- visit the website, and uh, you could you could follow me on SoundCloud or or uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, most of the places you get uh, podcasts your your uh, domain um so yeah so that's about it for the for the uh updated news for uh my donate button that you know i set up this week that was about it uh not really much going on this week uh, i i i didn't do shit really just worked all the time worked that work life you know and i know you know it's one of those things where i i, I don't normally work tonight but i'm working for a friend and uh, fucking Good Riddance is playing at the Ritz in San Jose. And I'm like, I could have went to that. But no, I got to work. And the Me First Gimme Gimme show for Christmas that I want to go to every year now is sold out. We went last year. It was fucking great. So I thought maybe that would be a cool little tradition if they kept playing every year that we would go to that. But looks like they're sold out all three days. And like insanely fast sold out so i was like well that ain't gonna happen 
But I'm sure there's more shows. I don't think I have any shows coming up. I got all work, 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 brew life, working. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, shout out to my friend, Chef Rob. He's moving. Him and his wife are moving to Portland. So we did celebrate that last week. And uh, we went bowling on Thursday this week. And uh, it's probably our last. Well, maybe not our last bowling. Probably. He's going to be back for Christmas. Maybe we'll go some do some bowling, too. But uh, my regular, yeah, my regular bowling partner in crime is now moving. Uh, and my good friend. That's not just my bowling partner. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's basically all that's really been happening. Celebrating goodbyes and uh, uh, celebrating uh, that my wife just got a job. A new job. So, so shout out to Laura for uh, getting a new job. Getting a new career path. Exciting. So, yeah. A lot of celebrations. A lot of goodbye celebrations. Uh, random shit. So, but I mean, for me, I didn't really do that much. I just kind of drank beer, hung out, did a little shit. So, um, all right, enough of me rambling on. I know we probably hate that. It's like, when do we, when's this interview pick up? Um, so yeah, so this is the last pod or the, yeah, the final episode with Gabe. We talked more, um, I think we picked up right where we left off about, um, you know, some horror movies, music. Uh, but we were all over the place. Like I said, we kind of unorganized on this one. And uh, it's hard to get on that topic because there's so much to cover. And, you know, you, you, could, you, could, uh, you could go all day with just, you know, horror genres and sub-horror genres. Like, you know, so it's it's a hard one. You know, I don't... I, I, sometimes you just like... Once you start, you like don't know where to stop. And then also pick up where you left off because you're like oh i had this thought and then it just goes right out of your head because i don't want to interrupt people too and then once i don't interrupt somebody i almost lose train of thought so it's like it's a it's a catch-22 on the conversation because i don't want to interrupt somebody when i have a thought but i want them to finish their thought you know and then and then react on the final thought i really probably need to like take notes on the side be like don't forget Johnny Walker, blah, 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 you know, something like that. But anyway, so this is our final um, um, episode on uh, the spooky stuff, the scary things, the scary stories, you know, that kind of shit, uh, the music about it, all that fun stuff that you love with horror, scary movies, gore movies. Um, you know, I talked to a lot of people, they love horror, but they don't like gore. You know, they like scary, but they don't like jump scare. You know, they don't like slasher films, but they like... You know, this kind of film. So, like I said, there's a lot of sub-genres out there that you could tackle. Um, but, yeah, if you follow me on Instagram at, at Jose, uh, which you can also uh, click on the link in the website, uh, leave me some comments on, on this uh, post of, like, what's your favorite scary movies or, you know, what you enjoy. Do you like jump scares? Do you like, you know, religion scary? You know, like, you know. The Exorcist, The Omen, shit like that. Or do you like, you know, slashers like Jason, you know, Halloween, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, let me comment, dude. I don't know. Let's interact, people. Let's fucking do something. But anyway, here's the final episode with my friend, Gabe Wolfenstein.
Hey, hey, we're back. <laughs> Round two, part two, whatever the fuck you want to call it, my friend Gabriel Wolfenstein. We're still talking about music and horror and scary movies and movies in general. And I thought, and I thought this had a very John Carpenter feel. And when I wrote it, and I was like, it just has this like very nice drop off. Like, yeah. Boom. Then I changed it up, you know, gave it a little bit more. But that bass line, do 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 do, bum 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 bum, almost sounds like they live, really. Yeah, it, has that it bit- really is. It is that same. It is that, that same spirit that gave us they live. That gave us Axel Foley. Yeah, exactly. That '80s kind of weird, and I love that shit. I have another one that's like I labeled Axel Foley that I play all the time that I'm like, yeah, that's very similar, but that's a little bit more upbeat, I think. Oh, yeah, right, because that's the... super iconic. I mean... Yeah. That shit is fucking way iconic, man. I don't know. I can't think of anything more... Not not as like a theme, right? I mean, like, fine, Star Wars, Star Trek, blah blah blah. But like, yeah, but like, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, yeah, yeah I don't. You, know. you could still, I mean, Star Wars, yeah. That's that that very triumphant, like, yeah. you know, very big, big, broad. You know, yeah. Uh, Although the the Vader theme, dun 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 in the minor key, in the minor key. <laughs> Right? The power of the minor key. And that's what we were saying, right? The power of the minor key for all, obviously, um, sad or scary. And we were we were listening to some stuff um, that this guy did that was in a different key. He, oh. he changed it to, yeah, the, yeah. to the G... Or, or like you yeah know, right shifting shifting these these horror themes these majors into minors yeah or, or, or minors, other way around yeah minors into majors <laughs> yeah so it made them funny but like it also made it like still odd and weird but like uh, it was just like you you understood the power of the minor you know yeah and it's interesting in life I think when you go through life and you're with friends or whoever of people who love major or minor. That's kind of funny, you know. Like yeah. pe- people who are, because I'm more of a minor. I'm a, I think I'm a downer. I'm definitely a minor key. I'm a downer key. Guy. I'm a minor key. Yeah. So Laura's a major key. Yeah. She's the major, and I can tell, and I know why. It's just like I can hear it in all the music she listens to. Yeah. I can watch. I can hear in the in the, you know, uh, the, the movies that she watches. Like I can tell. Me, I'm on a downer note, so I'm the minor key. Yeah, because all my rock is blues derived, right? Yeah, right. I mean, go back far enough into the Robert Johnson, whatever. But right, all what right. are the antecedents? It's your Led Zeppelins, later your Pink Floyds, then uh-huh. it's your grunge and Pearl Jam, exactly. and that's all a bunch of minor key shit. Yeah, and that's what right up my what is my alley. Yep, uh, and sort of the, the closest I get to like, I mean, there's some stuff, right? Like, so Bruce writes some stuff in the major key, but yeah, but, but there's always some. You know, it's always, you know, lurking out there. There's minor aspects or weird minor sevenths in their major chords in your, you know, Born to Runs or Thunder Road. And you get into some of the, like, the darkness on the edge of town. And that ain't cheery shit. No, no. His best stuff is in the minor key for sure. Yeah. I mean, he does, uh, what's my favorite one that I like? Jungle Land? No, he, uh, it's the, uh, 
Damn, what's the um? Thunder Road. It's popular. Maybe it might be. I think sing it a little um, bit. Screen door slam, merrier dress waves, like a vision she dances across the porch as the radio plays. Is that one? No, it's not that one. It's the. Uh, it's one of the other. It's the. Uh, it's it's Tramps fire. Like it's us. something fire. Um, there's fire in the song. Streets of fire. Is this, is it? Streets of Fire. That one? No. We're going to find the goddamn Bruce song, <laughs> I'm gonna man. We're going to find the song now. Because, you know, oh, so damn, this whole podcast called? so far has been us being embarrassing about and shit we're not remembering. Shit we're not remembering or we have uh, to look up. Uh, uh, no, no Retreat, Baby No Surrender, Blood Brothers? No. It's, it's, uh, it's, 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 I can't, I can't even think of the, like, it's it's Sandra, dancing in the I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's all. All right. That is yeah. The song. That's all. So that is very low, Bruce, and very like, you know, it's 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 got this like, like like very 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 like sad undertones. Yeah. Starts off real sad. That's gotta be a minor. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, little girl, to do it better. Right, that's the thing, right? Hey, little, little girl. Oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Yeah. It's like this, like, saddest fucking song. About, that's my favorite Bruce song. Yeah. It is. All right, what we got? Uh, all right, so we got this. Speaking of uh, sad songs. Strata, Pale Ale by Alvarado mm. Street. And this baby is. From the 80s. That's fascinating news. Um, what the fuck? Beer isn't from the 80s, is it? No, the beer's not from the 80s, I don't think. Uh, but it's a 5.4. All right. Pale ale. Mm-hmm. But this lovely arcade cover. Oh, that is awesome. It does. Very screams 80s. It does scream 80s. It screams us some Stranger Things. Yeah. Some Asteroids. Yeah. All that. Tempest. All that wonderful. Uh, this is a great label. I really like this label. Yeah. Uh, I love the 80s and I love things that are. Evoking know. the 80s? Well, yeah. And, and this, um, this sort of, uh, logo or this sort of like striped. I like those. I love those, um, I'm gonna make one for a few deep. Those shirts with like the uh, they're sort of like striped mm-hmm. and like so the sun is not a sun. It's like oh, it's yeah, like, I'm with you. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's shaped like a line. Yep. You're like the line is the sun, and it has all these other colors and shit. I love that shit, man. That the retro '80s stuff. I'm always on board. Doesn't matter. I love the '80s and the '90s. So I mean, those are my decades. And, and what comes with the packages are great. And that brought us one of the, you know, one of the major innovations in television soundtracks, for sure, was Miami Vice. Oh, yes. Right? That, that was like a game fucking changer, both for, like, soundtracks and Michael Mann and all that, but also bringing, like, major rock songs into TV. You know, there's some, there's uh, a goddamn plethora of fucking, this almost smells like, I can't place it, it's. Hold on, celery. Yes, is you're it, right. Do you're you, right. Do you smell celery, or is that me? It's, no, it's a little bit celery and a little bit. I smell celery. Something else in there too. Something, and it's not. This beer is lovely. 
Um, it's got a great flavor. But there's something that I can't place that's sort of like chemically too. Yeah. Celery mixed with something. Yeah. It's called the Strata from Alvarado Street. It's pale it's Strata. It's good. It tastes good. Yeah. The hops in they, they use there is, is pretty well. It's really well balanced. It's got it's a West Coast pale ale, so it's very clear. None of that hazy shit. Nope, none of that hazy garbage. Not that it was garbage, because that, no, that, that ghost town we was We enjoyed good. the hazy yeah. one last week. We did. That was pretty good. Yeah, that, that ghost town was nice. Yeah. Uh, but this one was very good. I love the fact that you can just see right fucking through it. And but, but it smells like celery to me. I don't know why, but it smells like celery. Maybe my hands smell like celery. <laughs> I've been chopping celery. No, it's not that. It's definitely in the glass. Hazy beers. Quick side note. Yes. Um, thing that adds value or lazy brewers? Uh, I don't think it's lazy brewers. Uh, I think it's just brewers jumping on the trend and okay. whatever, whatever brewery should do. It's going to happen and people jump on the trends. You know, I mean, are... put the moss in your goddamn beer so it's not hazy. Well, you know what makes the beer hazy is oatmeal. Right. But you can make... And wheat. So Right, but that's what the moss is for. To Sort of, yeah. Or at least... Somewhat, yeah, somewhat, but it's for my half-assed rememberings of when I brewed beer. Yeah, it's it's, but to make it consistently hazy to keep it that way, oatmeal is like what everybody's mm-hmm. using, and wheat. So it's basically almost a hefeweizen, and I okay. hate hefeweizens. That's true. You do hate. I am not a fucking fan of any. I hate anything hefe. I like I like a lot of wheat things. Too. I like wheat thins. I like wheat beer or um, wheat bread. You, you like know, your I wheaties? The wheaties. You know that shit is great. When it comes to wheat beer, I fucking hate it. I don't know what it is. I don't like wheat beer. It's gross. Shit just but, tastes... But what if we, what if we put like a, a, a slice of orange or a slice of lemon in it? Even that's worse. <laughs> I I'm know. Like, no. <laughs> I mean, I'll put a lime in like a Corona or something. Well, it's because you got to be able to drink it. Yeah. That's how but, you make it drinkable. Yeah, exactly. But the but, but the Hefeweizens, I can't, no, I can't do it. It's not fun. Um, But back to... Uh, yep. So we left off last week, I remembered. And I didn't even uh, think about it on the, and you on the break. didn't even think about it on the break. All right. You're but, like all right, I'm horror give... film, iconic, like okay. the way you think, like when somebody says, Joe, tell me that, tell me a horror theme. It's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, man. I mean, the first thing obviously that comes to mind is going to be like Halloween yeah. and, and Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, I, th- I think I loved Nightmare on Elm Street a little bit more than most because it's just this uh, dreamland. You know, it's just this person in your nightmares that when you get killed in the dream, you wake yeah. up dead for real. Like, you're just dead. Well, this is why it's why it's so terrifying, right? Because yeah. even in, like, you know, you know, Exorcist, Fine, Devil did it. Halloween, Friday the 13th, Psychopath did it, right? Yeah, all these. I'm not safe in my goddamn dreams. Exactly. Now you can't sleep, and these people are just waiting up all night, and they're like drinking pots of coffee, and they're just drifting off, and you're like, and you're like, you're like, they're fucked. And the coolest thing about some of the new ones and and the old ones too, it's like, I loved how they switched back from the camera, and they you just sort of felt this like you like soy or saw, I should say, you saw this little like breeze go by, like their hair, and you knew they were dreaming. You know, instantly took you into dreamland. It was like this very like you're fuck. They're fucked, man. They're yeah. they're already done. Wake up! You gotta wake up. Yeah. You know, so it already went into this like, and I really love that. That's why they're. It's why it's in its own way a better movie than Inception. Absolutely, 
Unless you go down three levels, you know. Yeah. I don't know how many levels you're going down for Inception, but yeah. But no, it was scary. It was you're afraid of a boogeyman for sure. Uh, he couldn't get you anywhere else but when you were sleeping. And that's your most vulnerable thing is when you're sleeping, right? Because anybody could get you. Uh, you know, Jason and all those other Halloweens, you're awake. You're like, yeah. fuck this. I can prepare. I, I, I can could, get a grenade launcher okay. and fucking launch this at this motherfucker. I mean, apparently I can't fight back because I suck, you know. Well, we all, somebody, yeah. In, in, you know, Friday 13th or whatever. But it, in theory, kinda, you it, could fight back. In theory, you could fight back. Most people just kind of crouch and hide. And they're like, ah, yeah. oh, we're fucked, man. Yeah. Jump out of windows and kill themselves, you know, rather than this other asshole. Right. And, you know, you, you like, for Jason, too, you, you'd walk, you know, like a run, sprint, like 100 miles. And this guy would just walk two steps. You'd see him walking. And all of a sudden, he's just catch, right there. catching up to you. Like, oh, yeah. this guy... Right. Distance, distance, that, yeah. distance. Then distance. suddenly, he's right there. Boom in my You're face! Like, Fuck. like, how did like you a, get in front of me? There's like no a sneaky way. cat. Yeah. So, but Freddy in Nightmare on Elm Street. I think when I think horror, I think yeah. iconically horror. I think of Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street. Those two. Um, there's some, definitely some that I really love. That you know, I love some Dracula stuff. You know, mm. like I do like Bram Stoker's Dracula a lot. I like uh, a lot. I like a lot of Rob Zombie stuff too. House of a Thousand Corpses, yeah. uh, Devil's Rejects, kind of a little bit. What about Romero? Tara, I don't think I saw Romero. Not, not oh, a, George Romero. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, like um, uh, like 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 zombie stuff. Like uh, yeah, you know, like uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, did he do that? Yep. You know, Dawn of the Dead. The Dawn of the Dead. You know, I did like those, but I think so. Honestly, I thought the remake of Dawn of the Dead was way better than the yeah. original. So there's some that kind of did it justice, right? There's some shitty ones, and some I was like, eh. well, I mean, that's the thing. You can always, it's always reasonable to take a movie that wasn't that good, but you see potential in it, um, and make it, and try to make a good version of the crappy yeah. or uninspired or movie that couldn't quite do it because the special yeah. effects weren't there uh like amityville horror yeah that's one i thought the one with uh ryan reynolds was really good and then they when i watched the original the original was good for its time for sure like yeah. i definitely the original amityville that definitely yeah. holds a, a good place in my heart for it uh but i thought as a film the new one was better it did it justice you know it wasn't yeah. like it brought a whole new audience in to that being like fuck that's a great movie you know uh when you watch the old one you're just like it's a guy and it's teddy white he's walking around he's yeah. like all right knock it off and then there are movies that you know soundtracks and you know decent music because i went and watched some clips because i was thinking about this a lot and the sound in the wicker man is not bad i don't remember the sound in the wicker man well, that's because you remember how shitty, god awful, stupid that movie is. Well, Nicholas Cage, right? Yeah, but the of, bees, the bees, yeah, right. But yeah. some, but right. So sometimes music defines a film, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's incidental, or even if it's decent, it doesn't matter because the rest of the film is either so good or so overwhelmingly bad yes. that it that it just doesn't matter. Um, yeah, and that's, and that's kind of like, and it's hard, you know, it's weird when I watch, because I mean, I watched so many horror movies over the years, like, man, and I must, I watch, and the thing about it is I watch so many bad ones too, you know, yeah. like, um, 
Damn, I, you know, I can't even remember how many bad ones I watched, but I watched so many. Most like, of them are. You know, most watched, of them are bad, though. I've watched right? like Big Bad Wolf, like shit you should never <laughs> see in 1996. You know, that's just like people are like, "What is that movie?" Uh, there's a great one called uh, that's sort of newer ish. It's I think it was done in the last decade. It's called Trick or Treat, mm-hmm. and it's very it's a vignette sort of. So it's got this. Uh, okay, so. There's a bunch of, a lot of vignettes sort of thing that I like too, where it's like a storyline and then it's movies, short movies inside the whole movie. Ah, so, so your Crypt Keeper kind of your stuff. Your Crypt Keeper kind of tales from the Crypt. But Creep Show yeah. is another iconic one for me. Creep Show is awesome. Creep Show 1 and 2, very iconic for yep. me in the 80s. That was definitely a horror. The first horror movie that I saw was actually Friday the 13th, was the first one that I'd ever seen. All right. And I was probably five. I don't want to Damn, dude, yeah. you were yeah. precocious. Yeah, I, I saw that as a little kid. Me and my friend were always about it. Their parents watched it and stuff, so we were like, they didn't give a fuck what we did, so we were like, we're watching it too. Cool, whatever. Uh, so yeah, I got into that kind of shit at a very early age and just watched all of it. And I remember being, being scared of it at first. And then I was like, and then like a couple years would go by and then I'd watch a different one. That, then Nightmare on Elm Street was like a mm. definitely a scary one for me too. But uh, uh, what was I thinking about? Uh, what the fuck is it called? Oh, um, um, Evil Dead. Ah, uh, yeah. So Evil Dead Two. Yep. So I used to have a TV in my room on the on the dresser, and it was a thirteen inch TV, and we got HBO. Nice, dude. So yeah, I was pretty and Cinemax. I was I was uh, uh, dude. You had the Friday night. Yeah, I had the Friday night Saturday Cinemax. night fucking mapped out, and I was only like eleven. <laughs> so I was like. 10 and 11, and I watched all this shit, dude. I said I you were my, precocious, and I meant you were precocious. And I had my TV guide mapped out, dude. You know the, mm. the TV guide you get shipped in the mail yeah. back then? And you have to, like, look what's on. Yep. You can find yep, it on the Yeah, because there was no, like, guide on the TV. No, no, you didn't know what was going on next. You had to wait. You're like, what's going on next? You're like, nah, fuck this movie. I've seen this. Yep. I'd get the TV guide and know what was going to be on the network the next, and I would circle it, and I'd be like, okay, I seen this, cross it off. I was like, I know that, know that, and I was like seven or eight as I was doing this, and I got the the HBO TV guide. I was like, nah, I seen that. Oh, that looks cool. And I'd have my whole lineup from. I'd have the. It said afternoon, or just a, no. It would, it would go morning. Yeah. Afternoon, night. And it would be like it would go from like six a.m. to twelve, and then from twelve to like eight, and then yeah. eight was like. You know the prime and eight o'clock was, was always like stuff came on. eight o'clock HBO on a Friday night was the new movie that nobody seen. Like Predator was that you're like mm. yes, fuck yeah. And then you, I'd watch Predator like in 1987 because I circled yep. it and I was like that's the movie I'm gonna watch, which is pretty. Which is not about the soundtrack that one. That was about the click 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 that the Predator sound made. That, yes, that guttural that whatever guttural thing. Yeah, but the but the music was oh, fuck. Uh, John Williams, maybe? Yeah, I might be getting that wrong. Uh, no but, way. I mean, you could be right, but no way. John, seriously? John Williams did music for Predator? Maybe. It was somebody iconic that I... You could look it up. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, later. look it up. Yeah. But it was something somebody iconic. But the music in that, too, the score soundtrack, was mm. fucking brilliantly awesome. And that made Predator... And that's sort of a more sci-fi, but also... Yeah. Sort of fi- sci-fi horror, I guess, as well. Same kind of thing. You're getting stalked by a killer in the in the jungle. Uh, Alan Silvestri. Alan Silvestri. Okay, okay. So not John Williams. Um, but that dude did a lot. Um, he did. He definitely did a lot of stuff. Um, 
Back to the Future, who framed Roger Rabbit, Castaway, Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah. Captain America, First Avenger, Predator, Abyss, Quick and the Dead. Like, a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. Lilo and Stitch, Night at the Museum. Nice. Yeah, he's he's done some iconic shit. Yeah. yeah. That guy was good. Yeah, so he, I mean, he made that, that, I mean, but Predator, so it had that whole sound, you know. But yeah, I would circle the... If it bleeds, we could kill, kill it. I love it. So that, but I consider that a horror, you know. It's, yeah. You know, especially as a seven-year-old, I considered that um, sort of horror-ish. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, those would be the late night, and I would. But so back to Evil Dead, when that came on, it was a different kind of evil. It was like this weird, like, and I didn't know. What the, even though now you watch it, and it's super funny, and it's so yeah. good that Bruce Campbell just does an amazing job that you get all those other lines from. Yeah. Back then, I. I'd fall asleep to the TV on, and it would be on really late at night, and it'd yeah. be HBO. I'd watch. I'm like, oh, I'm going to fall asleep to, you know, whatever's on, like, you know, the Mighty Ducks or something, maybe. And I'd wake up, and then fucking Evil Dead would be on. I'd be like, fuck, what's going on? And he'd be like, what happened to my ducks? Yeah, what happened to the ducks? Bruce Campbell's on, you know, and he's like, this the deer. <laughs> he killed the duck. Yeah, the deer's laughing at him and shit, and he's just, like, doing this fucking, and, you're just, and that sound, too, there's a sound with the... The oh yeah, like kind of thing. Yeah, like when that you, thing when when the, when the evil is coming, when, when the, the book's been opened, when the book's been nailed, all the sound when the evil comes out, you're like, "Fuck, that's scary." And you get and you get that and that the like the speedy camera moving through mm. the woods. It's because something is coming. That's iconic too. Just yeah. in general, that yeah, that really fast like moving camera thing. Like it was like you know, and the oh. She's under the, the under the in the basement. Yeah, and she's like shh, trying to fucking get out. It's like I swallow your soul. I swallow your soul. Swallow this. Boom. <laughs> Gotta love it. I think the first horror movie that I saw, so not like alone, like thing, etc. Um, and I didn't even get to see the whole thing. I was watching over the shoulder of my older siblings, who were watching Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Ah, okay. Um, so very classic too. Yeah. And that also scared the shit out of me. I'm probably like six, yeah. seven. And again, I mean, I guess this is a theme for me, right? The shit that scares me is the stuff that's, you know, in my mind, like suddenly like, you know, the people, you know, the people that I know to be themselves are not themselves. Yes. Right. You Taking look over. like you, you sound like you, but you're not but you. You're not you. That's some terrorizing shit right there. It is. And that's kind of a, a very mind fuck in general, because that's a very, like, like you said, invasion of body snatchers. And when you, as a kid and stuff too, and you see that you, you, you don't, it scares you so much more because you look at your siblings and your parents in a totally new light. Yep. You're like, how do I know you're real? Yeah, you're like, this motherfucker isn't acting right. He could be crazy. You know yep. what I mean? This this guy could be a killer, which could be real. You know, and it's that true. in real life could be real too. Also you know? true. I mean, how do I know my father was not a serial killer? Right. Might have been. Might have been. But who knows? There's a a Shadow show. Shadow knows. There's a show we should we should watch. Uh, I watched a couple episodes, but you got to watch it too. Cool. It's called Haunted. On Netflix. I have not watched that. So it's a 20-minute show, first season. No, two seasons. And I can't tell if this is fucking real or not real right now. Or these Because st- it starts, it's these people telling stories, and then they reenact the story as it goes on. Mm. So they're like, and one is that their dad is a serial killer in upstate New York 
for a long time. And this girl, yeah. and this girl escapes the house. But it's so serious. It talks so serious. And you're just like mesmerized by the story. Nice. And you're like, how did this guy never get caught? Like, there's a lot of holes. But you're like, I don't understand. I don't know. It's weird. So he was like possessed or whatever. But it's called Haunted. Haunted on Netflix. Okay. Check it out. I will check it out. Um, It's... I'll, Laura won't watch it with me anymore because she was too scared of it. She's like, right, no, I'll, fuck I'll this. catch She's up. Like, fuck I'll watch show. that. I'll like, watch it with show. you. She's like, fuck the show. This is, this is too scary for me. I was like, I gotta keep watching this thing, man. I gotta, I gotta I know another think... story. But it, it gets fucking crazier and crazier. Where I'm like, this. I don't know if I buy this shit. Yeah. You know, it sounds like it's a really good written show. Like you know, sort of like one of those like reality shows that's written, yeah, scripted. And then have some actors in it, but they're not famous actors at all. They're just like people you would never know. Yep. And they're just, all you got to do is tell a story. And, but like, it's like, they have their family there and their siblings. And they like, are all like, yeah, that did happen. Remember this? And you're like, oh, fuck yeah. Remember that? And you're like, yeah, yeah. Our father would come home. I'd hide behind the law. You know, they would show it. And you're like, fuck, dude, this is crazy. So, and it's not even about any of the music or nothing. It's just the stories. Mm. And it just brings you in. And it's scary, not gory. Yep. Um, it's is it scary because it's so potentially real? Yeah, the stories are easily believable, but like you said, there's some they were like, "You sure that guy didn't get caught? Like, right. how would nobody? If you escaped, why wouldn't you tell on him? Being like, all oh, this shit happened to me, you know? Like, it seems kind of far fetched. Yeah." You know, at the same time, so there's a couple of, like holes where you're like, um, why wouldn't you move out of the basement? Or you know, or what? You know, there's some, right. and they're like, you know, and they're like, there's a lot of them where the evil is following the people around. Yeah, you know, where although like, you know, we read about those stories where somebody had been you know kidnapped and abused and whatever for you know twenty years, and they were you know. You know, she was out, true, yeah. right, out with the, you know, the awful human being who, you know, and they're out in public and et cetera. And it's not until she finally escapes or somebody calls that, like, turns out whatever, 20 been, years. Yeah, they've been missing for fucking 20 years. And yeah. you're like, holy fuck, how do you fucking... And it's not like they were locked years? in a basement. Right. Right. Or only sometimes locked in a basement. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy stories. I mean, I've heard rea- real reality stories on yeah. some true crime podcasts that are freakier than anything that i've watched really that are real you know but that's a different topic all right i want to come back to i have a, I have a movie question the thing i was thinking about uh-huh. the thing i was thinking about was things that i thought were clever or scary when i first saw them that aren't now because um, okay. i went back and watched not that long ago and you know maybe you see where this is going i watched blair witch oh blair witch sucks it totally sucks, but it was in it. It was a little moment right there. It had its moments for sure, and and it spawned a genre basically that's still going now. That sort of found footage thing that gave us Cloverfield and a whole bunch of other stuff, which also sucked. Cloverfield, I but do not deny. But but, but yeah, I'm not I'm not talking shit. But I am. no no you should. I mean, it's a shitty movie, it's, and it's I don't know why. And I don't know why it was popular. Well, except it did do something vaguely clever which is you never quite saw the monster or at least not until late because it was the same kind of evil like evil dead has but you don't see it yep 
it in, it in, it possesses something and attacks you, right? Except without Bruce Campbell, so right. So not as so. I got a funny story, not a funny story, but uh, just did you? When did you see Blair Witch? When it came out, in the theater. In the theater, yeah. So I did too. I saw I saw Blair Witch in the yep. theater. We went to see it. We got tickets the first night. Yep. We went to it. We sat down. They started the film. It went black. They ate something. Ate the film. <laughs> they turned on the lights. Was it good taste? They turned on the lights and was like, "We're sorry, the film uh, is uh, somehow broken now, and uh, we're gonna refund your money or give you a refund for tomorrow or whatever." Yep. And we're like, "Fuck! This movie's gonna be amazing." This is awesome. Like, you know, it's that kind of creepy shit that creeps you out when yep. you like something like so the first part of the film broke and the you know everybody has that story like whatever, but that really happened to us. The film broke as we were going to watch the Blair Witch project. It didn't we didn't get to see it the first night, so we're like fucking bummed about that, but then we're like whatever, it's going to be crazier. So we're like hyped up tomorrow. We yeah. loved all the horror shit, we were all about it. So we're hyped up about that shit. We went back, saw it and we're just like I don't know. Kind of gave me a headache. Because <laughs> it was also one of that early moments of like the the camera shake cam. The shake cam. Yeah, the 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 yeah, not even yeah the 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 or the, 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 the one the, single yeah whatever like realistic cam, but it was interesting for what it was at the time. Right you know? in that moment, and you know the the fiction. And this goes back, like, I can find you a lot of books, especially science fiction, yeah. that, you know, from, you know, teens, 20s, 30s, like, this was found in the thing. Or, I mean, that's all, like, Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right? So it's not like that was original, per se, but as a piece of filmmaking, it was relatively rare. And this the, the conceit of, like, we found this, don't know what happened to the people. The cool thing about that one was it definitely was a start of a new generation for the film quality and what they tried to portray. But not, and like we were saying, not necessarily the music because the music nope. was nothing in there. Yep. It was a lot of quietness, shaky cam. You know, when she's got the camera up on her face, she's like, I'm so scared right now. And you're just yep. like, I don't, this is, I don't. It was also this quarter, kind of that start of like the sort of millennial selfie, et cetera, recording all my, like every food that I see. I got to take a picture of every food and share that with everybody. Sort of. Yeah. It was really starting to become that. That was still, I early. mean, it, it, it's before that, but it was sort of like the leading edge of it was that pointing the camera pointing on the myself. camera at your face. Yeah. Yeah. Where human beings have always been, well, not always, but since we could, be able to point a camera at ourselves, we would do it. Because there is, there is self. That's true. You know what? That's a fair point. Even with the um, the wind up cameras. Yeah, yeah no, it's a fair point. We I were, sit here corrected. We were doing that back in the day before yeah. selfies were called selfies. They were yeah. just, they were just get a picture with me, and you're like, and you're like, this half of your face might have been cut off because you couldn't see it. Right. You know, so you gotta like, because my friend, she worked at the. The one hour photo in ShopRite. Yep. And she would develop all, at, and she would develop all the film. Not at S Mart? Not at S Mart. Shop Smart. Shop, Shop S Smart. 
You got that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that. We got... But yeah, that was uh, so. <laughs> yeah, we'd develop all the film, you know, and and you know, half your face would be cut off, or you know, you'd get some good ones, and you'd be like, yeah. oh, it's a selfie of us, you know, whatever, or like take a, you know, so. But it definitely launched the masses into that. Um, yeah. you know, I think uh, as far as like that whole weird camera angles and pointing it at yourself and you know and and shaking uh, it was yeah like cloverfield man like cloverfield was so it was bad because it was just all shaky and i just yeah. i'm like i just remember like i'm like i can't watch this my head is like bouncing around like my i'm like i'm getting dizzy just watching yeah. this fucking movie basically and i'm like this is fucking horrible and at the end it's basically godzilla and you're like okay it's godzilla fuck cloverfield lane now was pretty good that was that was John the Goodman? that was the John Goodman. Yeah, that was a good movie. Uh-huh. I thought that was pretty good. That was a different entity because I was like Cloverfield Two. Fuck you! What is this shit? No, it wasn't anything like that. It was a different movie entirely. Yep. But it was sort of like I don't even know if it was a prequel, but it felt like a prequel, like where like the monsters were taking over because they were like, "Don't go outside." You know, it was like this whole weird, and it turned out. In the movie, it turned out to be legit. Like, don't right. go outside because you're going to get fucking right. radiation or some other kind of crazy, like, Chernobyl thing that would fuck you up and turn you into this fucking weird monster. And yet, turns out, still psychopaths. Yeah. Still psychopaths. Even, even that. Even that. You can't break away from the craziness. Yep. Especially, that is John Goodman, who plays a great character in that. He's so good. He is awesome. Yeah. John, yeah. Um... Going back to some memorable uh, TV show themes. Yep. What was your favorite one? Did you have a favorite uh, memorable childhood? I mean, it's, that one's a sort of an easy answer for me, and it's Star Trek. Star Trek. It's the, ori- it's the original Star Trek yeah, yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, but after that, like themes, like defining things, Miami Vice, without okay. a doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, that was and good. the visual that went with it, and the throwing the yeah. highlight, the car, the whole thing. I had a very weird one when I was a kid. And I do not know why, and I don't understand why, but I love it to this day still. When I think about it, it was a very memorable time. I think as a as a kid, I think I was like nine to eleven or twelve. Mm. So it was like that whole like three to four year gap. I would watch this TV show off and on, all the time, off and on, reruns, whatever. It's Night Court. Night Court was, especially the first few seasons, I mean, the last couple seasons got weird, but... It got weird, but... Not but, bad, just weird. But the show but in I general... I love that show. God, man, I love that show. Just when it would be like... It had the saxophones and all that. I'm like... And the visual that just kind of went with it was like this New York underground-like yeah. thing, and then like... I don't know what it was about that show, but I love that whole theme song, and I'd get excited when I watched it. And it wasn't even like the best theme song around. It was just like I was. I mean, it was the the theme and the the visual mm-hmm. that went with it was so strange because if you just watched that and didn't know what the show was about, you would have had no idea that this was a legal show about you know you know traffic tickets that they're dealt with late, you know, later in the really evening. late at night that had nothing to do with anything. It was yeah. just like night court. And you're like, is this really exist? Yeah. Cause it was like, you know, they always bring like the prostitutes in and like, it was always very comedic. 
Yep. You know, you know, Richard Mole, uh, Bull Shannon. Yeah. There was always everybody was super funny. Yeah. yeah. He was like the two different you know, Selmas. Yeah. Thelma weird. Like now, now he was like, oh, stand. You know, now residing Judge Harold T. Stone. Stone. Then to go in and like, uh, uh, what's his name, John Lithgow? No, not John. Uh, John Larroquette. John Larroquette. John Larroquette. Yeah, would be the uh, prosecutor. Was the prosecutor? And then uh, whatever the female's name was, I can't remember the female because they, they changed. They a couple changed seasons. a few times. Yeah, they, they were only Marky Post was one of them. Yes, yes. But she was later. Yeah, I don't remember who the first one was. She was like a. She was blonde. And short, they were both shorter, blonde. Shorter hair she had at the time. Yeah, but. That was a great show. But they I were love yeah, that always like he was always like a sexist guy, like you know, doing all this like, you know, he was he was just funny in his time, and it was just, but the whole show kind of like, it was I a weird know. show. It was a weird show, but I for some reason like that theme song mm-hmm. and that music like stuck with me, and I can just like, I mean, there's bits and pieces like always of, of other things like, um, bewitched, bewitched. I can yep. hear that, you know, I can. I do not need to see to hear the sound to hear the da 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 da. Yep. Or like as the world turns. Yeah. Like any of those soap operas your mom or anybody. I, my mom watched. My mom watched all of them. Young and the Restless, fucking as the world turns, <laughs> and some other one that was popular. Yeah. But he would just hear the theme da. music and just watch the world turn. Rather like um, how did it go? Uh, I dream of genie. I dream of genie. You know, another one of those sort of like really iconic. Or like you know, Mr. Sound. Ed. Do 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 it's very cheesy in a sense, right? It's right, very it cheesy, very catchy. It's not nothing like horror music that nope. you know that what makes a film iconic for what the sound is. Nope. It's on Be- a different level. Right. Because it's you know, especially to like I guess it's probably less so now, the way we watch all this shit a la carte. Um but it would be like you're in the kitchen, in the den, in the whatever. I'm making up some bullshit version uh-huh. of a 50s that never existed or 60s that never existed. <laughs> but you hear out of the corner of your ear this and you're like, oh shit, Dick Van Dyke's coming on. Oh shit, F Troop's coming on. Yeah. Oh shit, Twilight Zone's coming on. MASH. Or Matt. All right, so MASH is, you know. That's another iconic one. Maybe. I mean, one of the most, you know, plus the song that goes with it. Right. Talk about shit in the minor key. Right, right, exactly. And people like dying around, but they made it a comedy. And they did. And if and if you didn't know, like if you didn't watch the movie and you didn't actually pay attention, you don't actually know the fact that that whole song has lyrics. Right, yes. And that's, the exactly. lyrics of that song are, suicide is painless. Really? Yes. <laughs> I, I shit you not. Suicide wow. is Painless is the name of that song. Whoa. That's fucking crazy. And that tells you something about, you know, what they were saying about the wars and, you know, Korean War, war in general at that point. Well, speaking of suicide is painless, <laughs> we're about to indulge in this last beer. Uh, and Gabe brought this one. This is the brewery. Oh, I sat on that for the a long brewery, time. Brewery. Yeah, you want to and- hear Sure, and hopefully it has aged well. I mean, it should, given the kind of beer. It should have been fine sitting there under the table for the last, like, four or five years or whatever. I definitely think so. Here, we'll, uh, we'll let you indulge. All right, what do we got? Uh, this is a brewery beer, the Guivre. That's G-U-I-V-R-E, Guivre. And this was from, I think, 2016. 
2016, and it is like 16.5 or some shit on that one. It's a big one. It's an ABV of, we're drinking a bottle of wine here. Yeah, no, it really... Uh, a high bottle of wine. Alcohol. God. 16.2% by volume. Woo! And this was 2015. We're about to be... 2015, yeah, we're about to be smoked on this one. There we go. But yeah, the brewery, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. They do make good stuff, too. Oh, you can smell. Oh, my God. That's just can, like the sugars yeah, and the... Smell, it smells like uh, molasses or something. Yeah. Like it's it's going to be very thick. Oh, my God. That's... I mean, it's very good, but... It is delicious. It is And it's good. sweet enough that it is hiding that alcohol. Like, it's not it like... Is. some. Sometimes you get those, you know, big 16% things and you're like... Dude, somebody just you know took my stout and dropped you know a couple shots of vodka in it. Yeah, basically. And like that's that? and that's and this is not that. This is dangerous. No, this is smooth. This is smooth as fuck. Yeah, this will fuck you up. This is pretty good. This is a really good one. This is good to sit on too. This is a great one to sit on, man. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers for the last beers. All right. Well, let's see what do we got now. Well, so going back to some random bullshit that we were talking about before with uh, like so some scary mm. you know I didn't really include like you know like Tim Burton and that stuff too you know yeah. like, so there's like some very it's not G-rated but it's probably like more like PG-13 yeah yeah creepiness to it but I always love those for Halloween you know like yeah. I always love the you know the Sweeney Todd or Beetlejuice or Edward Scissorhands Beetlejuice Beetlejuice is just an amazing film. Yeah. And it holds always, you know, it's still. Because again, what's it not? It's not CGI. Uh-huh. Right? It is animatronic stuff. Which is mostly why, you know, things like Jurassic Park hold up. Right. Right. Um, you got, yeah, because cause, yeah, it's not fucking CGI related. Yeah, or there's some, but it's thin compared well, to the, like, the iconic moments. Well, the good. The good CGI people know how to put it in, right? You're going to CGI maybe some of yep. the background shit, you know, get a little bit of a pterodactyl flying in the background, yep. but you got the animatronics right up front, yep. right? And you because the T-Rex the- or whatever, or the, the Triceratops, you know, uh, you know, as you're, and you're, as they're yep. dying, and you're like, fuck, dude, what's wrong with this guy? And it's because, like, the stop action stuff, even if it's semi-animated, somehow is incredibly more powerful and creepier than the CGI. I'm thinking, like, Coraline. Yeah. Right? Coraline, yeah, for sure. It was good, but, well, Coraline is, uh, animated, too. Right? I mean, it is animated. So, but it's, but so, it's more that stop action y kind of stuff. So it's not pretending to be like you and me. It's not, right. Right. right? We don't have the disbelief that we are suspending is not that, you know, this looks exactly like us. So we don't have to we don't have to pretend to the same level that we're not pulled out of it because we were never like this is supposed to look real. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'm articulating that really well. No, no, well. no, no. That sounded right. Right. You're not. Yeah. Like you said, you're not pulled out of it because it's not. You you don't expect it to be that way. Yeah. Right, right. Right. So yeah, you don't expect it, and you're like it's still good because you. Yeah, you're not. You're not like. It's not something like, um, you know, where like, uh, I'm trying to think of a bad CGI movie that's like sort of terrible. Um, I don't know. Um, 
There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot, but it's... it's mo- I mean, I feel like it's most of them, and I'm failing Okay, it. so it's like Shark versus you know, Sharknado or yeah, some right. shit. Yeah, right. You know, where it's just like this giant... Or it's like uh, Shark versus Piranha, where there's like... Yeah. A giant piranha jumps out of the water and smashes into a, a Miami... Sharktopus. Yeah, like a Miami uh, building, and you're just like... It's shot from far away. You see this little fish jump right. out and there hit you the building, and you're like... Explodes in this weird, like, f- fake fire, and you're like... This is shitty. Yep. I've seen a lot of those, you know? Those, like, dumbass, like, sci-fi horror movies. That's like, I've I watched, seen so many of those. I watched Santa Shark. Yeah. I didn't see that one. I don't think I've seen that one. I, you can give it a pass. I think I'll pass. I think you but should. But I've seen all the rest of them. Or like, Jingle Shark or whatever Jingle the Shark? fuck it was oh, called. Jesus Christ. I don't know. Either way, it was awful. Yeah, Sharknado 3 or 4 or, or Piranha vs. Shark or Octopus vs. Toronto, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, whatever's on sci fi, you know, if uh, there's a, a washed up Tara Reed on there, like I seen it. You know, you're like, is she gonna get naked? Then I don't care. Fuck this. You know, you're waiting. You're waiting. We used to have, so we used to do Chud Night every Monday. Every mm-hmm. Monday, we'd watch two horror movies back to back. We had rules. And there's two major rules. The first rule is if. Nobody gets naked mm. or dies in the first 10 minutes of the film. We turn it off and put a new movie in. Because <laughs> it's not a true Chud Night movie. It's true. And some of the other... Did some, was there anybody naked or died in the first 10 minutes of Bud the Chud? Bud the Chud? I don't remember. I don't... I feel like it's not. I don't know. But anyway, sorry. Rule no, one. No, it's okay. Naked or dead, first 10 minutes. Naked or dead, first 10 minutes, you're in or out. You know, like Piranha or some shit like yeah. that. Or whatever we're watching, doesn't matter. Or, you know, if everybody just laughs their ass off if something weird happens, at least a death in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. And usually, nine times out of 10, first 10 minutes, somebody dies or gets naked. So you see, so you see some titty or whatever, it's yeah. going to happen. Okay, we're, we're, we're in business. Yep. Uh, second rules is there are no rules. You just say whatever the fuck you want at the film. Ah, it's about so, yelling at the film. It's about telling the film how stupid it is. It's very, um, what's the, science, mystery science theory. Yeah, MST3K. So those are the rules. Yep. And, the, and the third rule basically is, take it as it is, nobody leave here with a bad attitude because you can't get mad at each other. Like, mm. it's sort of like <laughs> an unspoken, like, we're here. <laughs> Fight club? Sort of. We're here to have a good time. Whatever we say in this room, please don't take it like the yeah. wrong the wrong way or, you know, because there's going to be some shit said that people don't fucking say like normally. And they're not Well, and they're yeah, not, because you're watching Chud. Well, not even just that. It's like somebody's going to take it the wrong way and be like, "This is a terrible human being." Mm. And you're going to say that because you're going to sh- shout some racist, homophobic Whatever the fuck comes mm-hmm. to your mind, dumb shit, not always, but dumb shit that's going to come to your mind and be like, you know, I, I completely don't mean any of that. You know, it's just the movie and we have a a laugh out loud, raunchy roast comedy with each other. Mm-hmm. So nobody leaves here with a bad attitude being like, drop your shit at the door. We're here. To laugh our asses off at the stupid fucking movie, eat some shitty food, drink some beers, hang out. Like, if, 
you know, if it's if you don't see because t- you're watching Toxic Avenger, exactly. If you don't see titties in the first fucking ten minutes of the film, it goes off. Like that's the kind of fucking night it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's the night it is. Like if you can't get more offended than that, I don't know what you can get offended at. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're gonna yell some shit that you haven't fucking heard. You're gonna be like, what? I remember there's like some really bad times where it was very awkward for mm-hmm. some people. And I was like, I felt awkward. And I was like, this is like our thing. And like, I don't want to be a part of this right now. You know, <laughs> there's some African-American ladies in that, that came to some of these parties once in a while that like mm-hmm. came for the movies and somebody would be like shouting some, the N word, they would just drop it. And you're like, uh, I don't think that was the right thing to say, my friend, but I did laugh. <laughs> I shouldn't have laughed, but it was still good. And then the person was just like, yeah, whatever. Didn't care. And I was just like, but I don't know. It, it got awkward. But it was such a yeah. good, it was such a good club that mm-hmm. it, like I said, we checked our shit at the door. We're not like that. We're not being like that. No, and, and that's not what, how we feel. Yeah. We're just doing it for shock value and to make other people laugh because some people go, Oh my God, I can't believe you just said that. And like, you know, or like, you know, like killing a baby or something, you know, it's like, oh, I should have stabbed that baby in the asshole instead of the face, you know, or something stupid like that, you know, yeah. like that. And like, that would be how it would be, you know, but it's like, it's, it's a place, basically it was like a sacred place where you could say whatever yeah. the fuck you want without any repercussions and nobody took it literally. They're just like, no, but it also sounds like it was a place where people started to, to think about like. Like if you if somebody said something or you said something and you realized that you weren't comfortable about that, that was about growth too. Like absolutely, right? Yeah. Like not only you know not only like ooh definitely shouldn't say that out in public, but if I'm feeling uncomfortable saying that or hearing that here, maybe I've grown some or changed some, right? Well, it's like because it's one of those things where like you know. People say things behind closed doors and not in front of other people. Yes. About all sorts of things. All sorts of things. Doesn't matter what it is. Race, religion, you know, politics. politics, All of the above. All the above. So. And we grant people their privacy and the ability to, at least we used to. Yes. Not in a different age when we didn't record everything and put all this stuff out there and et cetera. And there was stuff that. Basically calling them names, calling them, you know, what, like, oh, you're a bigot and you're a fascist, you know, some stuff. You're like, no, it's not what we are. And he's like, you know, it's, it was all. Or maybe it is who you are, but at least you said it behind closed doors. I mean, for some people, I'm not saying, let me be super clear, not saying that. that No, no, no. And and I can be clear as everybody is probably, and this is, uh, you know, Real talk around here. No, uh, so I could say that. Goddamn real talk. I could say, you know, that I've said some shit that I've probably offended myself and I'm like, I shouldn't have fucking said that, man. Yeah. You know, where I'm like, that was stupid. Why would I say that? I don't believe in any of that stuff. I've been, I grew up, I have every race, every religion, every color known to man in my friends list, my love list, you know, all these people that I love mm-hmm. or respect or whatever. You know what I mean? And that's nothing to do with them or anybody of that culture, you know, and it's it's never been like that for me. Yeah. I've always separated the two of shit's funny. If it's funny, it doesn't matter. Race is funny. Sex is funny. Mm. People are funny. Life is funny. Funny, funny, funny. People say or some sometimes shit. sometimes it's how you deal with the fact that life is awful. 
or awful. Because you got to be able to laugh at some of this stuff. Otherwise, yes. Otherwise, at, you're like, but oh at, my god, it's awful all the time. How do I deal with this? Right. But at the end of the day, my goal was not to offend you. In mm. fact, in fact, I'm gonna give you a hug and be like, listen, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that shit. Like, I'm not. That doesn't. I'm not serious. Like, I'm no. not. I'm just kidding. I'm like, I'm not. And I know that's like, people say like. Oh, but like you're, you could be kidding seriously, but you're like, but no, but I'm, that's why comedy is what comedy is. You know, you're saying serious undertones, but that shit's already done. That, like, that shit's already mm-hmm. been out there. You know, there's millions and, you know, or not, whatever, decades and decades and decades and decades of ridicule bullshit that people, so it's like, now we've come to an enlightenment of, we're just having a good. We're just talking shit. Like none of us have been through any of that bullshit, so now we can just laugh about it and have yeah. a good time. Yeah, I'm not disrespecting your ancestors. I'm not trying to disrespect anybody else. We're just here to just joke around, have have fun. Like make fun of me all you want, because I want you to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's what the whole night is about. The night is about blood, sex, titties, racism. You know. Well, in fairness, you did just watch, like, Sharknado, yeah. which speaks very poorly of you, just to be super clear. Oh, no, there are so many shitty movies we watched that we yelled yeah. some sexist, racist, homophobic, dumb shit at, you know? And it's just, like, the stereotype. If you ever watched, like, uh, uh, the Martin Lawrence stand-up, yeah. uh, You So Crazy, yeah. which is one of my favorite stand-up comedies, he was like... Same thing. He would be like, you know, white people watch movies way different than black people watch movies. He'd be like, black people watch the movie or white people watch the movies like, oh my God, I hope somebody doesn't get hurt. Somebody hold your horses. And then he'd be like, when black people watch movies, he'd be like, motherfucker, watch your shit. The motherfucker's right, right. got the knife. Oh, you dumb motherfucker. Like there'd be a whole, like his standup was so good. Like, and it's not about the race and, and. It's just the, it's about the difference between the races. It's not about being that race or you know what I'm saying? It's like we're laughing because it is true. It's white people run towards the problem and African American people run away from the problem. Well, that was the Eddie Murphy bit, right? Same thing. Eddie right. Murphy with the bit. Yeah. Right. It was the, you know, uh, you know, poltergeist version. Mm. Right? People say house on, etc. white people stay there. Yes. So said get out get out i'm out <laughs> right which is the best thing in scary movie you see scary movie yeah where he's like this is black tv white folks are dead we getting the fuck out of here <laughs> i was like i love this is the best fucking movie of all time because so, it's playing off the yeah. stereotypes or it's playing off the tropes in the movies where normal people are sitting there thinking you made this point last week right about you know stupid shit people do in horror movies yeah about not fighting back or about not locking a door about all going upstairs yeah running right? back into the house you right know, in and... some ways these horror movies are dependent on people being dumbasses mm-hmm. because any varying smart moments it doesn't happen this was cabin in the woods yes exactly right? yes right should we do this the you know the stupid guy says you know the Sorry, not still. I love that movie. No, um, it's, a, like, it's a good movie. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, the gas station dude. Yes. Right? At that moment, anybody who's a normal human being is like, 
And we're turning right around here. And going away. Wrong and, turn. Have you seen Wrong Turn? Yeah, right. That's a great one, too. Right. Which deals and, with, and, like, mongoloid and, and kind of uh, uh, beast creatures out in the woods. Yep. And the reasonable person who all of us basically are turns around and does not go there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's why I think... The freaky house says, get out. You get, <laughs> you get out. The fuck out. But I think that's why I love race and I love religions, you know... As much as I hate all that shit, I love that we're all different, and I think it's fun to have fun with each other. You know, oh. I, and that's and I think that's all what is I was I was trying to say yeah. really is like, yeah, we watch a lot of horror movies just to have fun with each other. It wasn't to to offend anybody or to you know to to disrespect anybody. It was to just have a good time and laugh at each other and laugh at ourselves for being idiots. Uh, with how people direct movies and, and portray it. And you're just kind of like this, like person of, you know, watching, just being like laughing, like, what the fuck are we doing with our lives? You know, kind of that kind of, you know, there'd be some Japanese shit you've never seen. Like fucking. No, there's some, I I, I can't even remember. There is a whole, we did not even talk about this, but we should at least broach it. The world of Japanese horror films. Oh my God. There's, there's, it is terrifying gory brutal just like There's oh my god japan lot. you are so weird world japan is probably the weirdest world in the smallest country it i'm you know the fact that like the babadook is amongst the most normal horror japanese movie i've ever seen we were just talking about babadook yeah yeah for sure and that, we that, were that, like, that is like mainstream uh what's the oh uh so uh, which is the the one where the, the girl came out of television, right? The ring, that, the ring came out of that world. I mean, yep. no scary, good soundtracks, just creepy. Yep, the girl, so fucking creepy. crawly, creepy, weird. Uh, if you want to watch something weird, Japanese, that is just blow your fucking mind. Japanese uh, shit, you should probably just be like, this is fucked. This old boy. Oh yeah. That is, I came out of that and I did not know what to do with myself. Yeah, me too. I was just like, and we watched that for Chud and I, I think one night. We're like, mm-hmm. fuck, dude, what just well, happened? Well, that is very different than, I mean, because the kind of things you talked about that y'all watch for Chud Knight is, you know, Chud kind of stuff, trauma kind of stuff. And old boy is not that. It's not that. We've developed, we just called it Chud Knight because it was based off of probably weird horror shitty movies nobody's ever gonna see and cannibalistic human underground dwellers yeah and if nobody's gonna humanoid humanoid if never if and if nobody's ever gonna see it we have this group of people who would just watch this movie and be like this is the what the fuck are we watching you're like yes now you are on our level so we're like (laughs) getting to that level you know what i mean and we're watching back to back dog shit movies We'd watch one terrible one, like we did the other. Well, like, you know that one we watched, watched Chud to show yeah. everybody what it was like, yeah. and then we watched Happy Birth or Happy, Happy Death, Death Day, Day to me, which which turned, turned out, out to be, be hilariously awesome, fucking tastic. I love that movie. Yeah, me too. And yeah. we probably wouldn't have watched it, nope, any other time except for together, and appreciated it as much as we did yep. to make fun of it and to sit down and be like, "What the fuck are we watching?" Yep, that's what Chud Night is all about. It's all about that camaraderie that coming together yep. and being a part of that 
togetherness and being like, what the fuck did we just watch? As we were yelling at the screen, being like, you stupid asshole. And when you know when everybody gets quiet yep. is when the movie's good. Yep. Because everybody's really focused. Everybody's like, Jay, what? this movie is awesome. I know. Shut up. This is great. All right. So what's yeah. a horror film or even semi-horror film, scary, etc.? Something sort of vaguely in that genre that you've seen that you know most people haven't seen, but you feel that most people should see. For whatever oh, reason. Um, like, doesn't matter. Like, could be like, oh my God, this is the stupidest fucking movie I have ever seen. God damn it, other people need to see it because we have to share this stupidity. Or, oh my God, this is brilliant in its strange whateverness, and y'all got to see this. Okay, so. Because I have an answer to this because I did not ask the question without having an answer. Absolutely. But I have an answer right away. Sweet. Uh, and I saw this for Chud Night. We watched this for Chud mm-hmm. Night, and we were all ripping on it at first. And as the movie kept progressing, we got quieter and quieter and quieter, and it was like, this movie is fucking awesome it's brilliant it's a -a one-of-a-kind movie that just didn't happen it happened this movie is that movie and it is called behind the mask the leslie verne story i don't know that all right and i'll give you a little synopsis of it okay these college kids of some sort are a sort of uh a um uh, news, uh, uh, not news, but like doing a, an interview. They're, do, they're they're interviewing a serial killer, mm-hmm. as one does. As one does. So it starts off uh, as a reality like camera stuff shot, like, mm. and he's like, and they're like, oh, okay, so you know what would you do normally to like stalk somebody? He's like, all right, all right, listen, all right, we're gonna get in the van. So they get in the van. And he's like, we're gonna look, we're gonna check this girl Amy out, right? We're gonna, we're gonna go to the library. We're gonna scare the shit out of her, but she's not gonna know she's scared. She's gonna look over her shoulder, just a little, you know, just a little like, mm-hmm. think something's there, ready? You guys ready? And they're, they're filming the whole thing, and you know, so it goes through these steps. You're like, all right, everybody, get down, get down. So the camera crew gets, gets down. He gets down. You know, the girl looks creepy. She's out there. He's like, see, that's fucking awesome, right? Crazy, whatever. Later on in the movie, the fucking camera crew, the guy. They turn on each other. They're like, mm. no, this is fucked up. You cannot do this. He's like, I'm a fucking serial killer. And it snaps into a real movie. It snaps and the film changes and everything. It's no longer wow. it's no longer a um it's no longer like a, a documentary. It's no longer a document document yeah, documentary shot film. It's now a legit movie. The camera quality changes, it's amazing. And all the shit just happens and he turns into this fucking like Jason Voorhees character that's after you and you're fucked. And it is a wild ass ride. It's fun. It's different. It's for everybody that should see who loves horror movies. All right. Yeah. I have. It's like doing an interview with a serial killer and then the serial killer turns on you and you're like, this shit's real. I'm about to die. All right. I have put that on my list. Yes. All right. I am. I'm pretty sure you've probably seen this. And maybe lots of the listeners out there in Radioland have as well. But the movie that I feel that many people haven't seen that should, that that many people don't understand quite how absolutely brilliant it is, is Bubba Hotep. Oh, Bubba Hotep is amazing. Bubba Hotep is, yes. one, the cast is unreal. 
Ozzy, Bruce, it's just incredible. The cleverness of it, the writing of it, the music, the music, the whole, the 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 the, the cinematography of it is amazing. Like the idea that you know, it's not like this big horror, etc. It's some shitty nobody mummy, right? This Bubba Hotep. Well, it starts with a an old folks home. Yeah, you know, and it's Bruce Campbell because. Bruce Campbell's the man, and watch watch yourself some Ash vs. Evil Dead. By the way, yes, if yeah, if you're looking if you for Bruce Campbell, yeah, Ash vs. Evil Dead. This the whole show is amazing. What are we on like season three? Yeah, now at this point, it's oh, that's it's a great awesome. show. But any Evil Dead's, any uh, Army of Darkness, uh, Bruce Campbell stuff. Uh, fuck, man, Bruce Campbell. I it, watched that spy show for all of its seasons just for him. Oh, um, dude. Uh, uh, um, oh, the um. The, the the western one you talk about no 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 the no well that that too I watched that also for Bruce Campbell the no the one set in Miami the TBS show or USA show um, Burn Notice I didn't see I that watched one. Burn Notice which was it was fun like no knock on it but I watched it only because Bruce Campbell was in it that's usually the reason to only watch anything Bruce Campbell like it's like you know <laughs> Bruce Campbell my name uh, is Bruce my, yeah my name is Bruce yeah that kind of shit Lost Skeletons of Cadaver yeah yeah. So, but, but, but anyway, but back, no, to, back to Bubba Hotep. Okay. Uh, so Bubba Hotep is, takes place in an old folks home and which a lot of actors really want to fucking play Elvis. And that is something I love about some actors. Yeah. Um, 3,000 miles to Graceland. Yeah. You know, you had three Elvises. You had, um, I forget who the third one was, but there's two that I remember, which is, Kevin Costner, yeah, want to play Elvis, and fucking Kurt Russell, yeah, who wants the love. Who is the third loves. one? I don't even remember who the third one was, but I can't remember. And we definitely have one where Nick uh, Cage played Elvis. Yes, which was uh, what was that one? I fuck. Um, oh, he does a skydiving thing. Yep, it's the um, skydiving thing. Damn, what the fuck is that? A honeymoon murder uh no uh a married honeymoon married thing fuck uh, um married uh, uh honeymoon in vegas honeymoon in vegas honeymoon in vegas yep um let's see three thousand miles to graceland mm. who's the third elvis speaking of which random shit but i'm all right so bubba hotep watch it i'm not gonna explain that trailer the synopsis that watch it bubba hotep is like this weird Creature who sucks your soul out of your asshole, and it's super funny and fun. And he gets, and he doesn't get a boner for a long time. This girl lubes up his dick, and then finally he's like, "Oh, it's true. he gets a boner," and it's pretty fucking awesome. He's like, "Because these are all folks and old folks." Yeah, right? and he's like, "That's a big fucking bug over there, man." <laughs> but he loves to play Elvis. Like Bruce Campbell wanted to play Elvis, so he was like all about the Christian Elvis. Christian Slater thing. was Christian Slater the other Elvis he in Three Thousand Miles. He it might have been. He could have been. Um, and he was on. That was also a different movie. I'm not saying I would, you know, screw a man, fuck a man. Oh, I would. True Romance, my favorite. Would be Elvis. Tattooed. I see it. True Romance, man. Would be Elvis. Had to fuck a guy. Had to fuck a guy. It'd be Elvis. That's how much Elvis gets brought up in random movies. That'd be another good topic. 
to talk about is like how you much, know what how much random Elvis shit gets brought up in all these other movies that people fucking. Love. I will do some research living for fa- that. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, show. living fast, talking large, like no, don't give a fuck, like you know, rockabilly. You know, mm-hmm. that's my favorite. It was good. I forget my what, the, what I was talking about though. I had a whole uh, train of thought. Let's see. Elvis, Bubba, Ho- ba- Bubba Hotep. Well, we went to Bubba Hotep, but I had a whole nother train of thought because we got on the... All right. 3,000 Miles of Graceland. People playing Elvis. Yep. Um, Kevin Costner. Uh, um, old Folks Home. Mummies. Damn. We're, I, I lost my train of thought now. Fuck. I'm not going to get it. <laughs> I'm not going to get it back. All right. Well. No, it was something good, and I had a whole thing on it damn that's what happens when you're drunk all right um, your shit. other movies other horror kinds of movies like so it could be full-blown horror could be scary films could be any like things that are freaky and weird that you've seen that you're pretty sure is not in the mainstream that folks listening to this you're like you know what go see this go rent this netflix this Whatever, you know, find okay. this movie because you should see it. All right, I'll give you one right off the bat. Terrifier. Again, I don't know it. Dude, Joe, Netflix. you're just... Netflix. Terrifier. Terrifier. It's a clown. Uh, it's the weirdest fucking storyline. It's on Halloween night. And the clown is like an undead clown. He's the creepiest clown of all time, and when you see, I it, mean, you've already started with clown. You're so gonna clowns get, are already creepy. Yeah, but you're now gonna, you've gotten me an undead clown. So this is just going downhill way fast. You're gonna get all the feels, dude. All the feels to this are slasher. It's uh, clown, you know, carnival. It's not. It's Pennsylvania creepy, Philadelphia. It's uh, this guy takes. So not Amish creepy, but Philadelphia creepy. Yeah, like. Takes place like cheesesteak without I, the cheese. Yeah, basically, it takes. I think it takes place in Philadelphia. Is the is mm. the name of the uh, the thing? But it's it's beyond. It gets it gets fucking wacky and fun and crazy and stupid. All right, all at the same time. I wish Chud Night was around with my friends back in Pennsylvania to watch this fucking movie because we would have had a field day with this fucking thing. It's amazing. It's so good. It's so stupid, and there's some, there's at least three or four scenes mm. you'll lose your shit over. One, and I'm not, I don't even give it away. I'm not even gonna give it away now. Give it away. I'm now. gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what. Give it away now. <laughs> that I had it on at the. We, me and Darian had it on at the bar. Yeah. During this month, October. We had it on last October. Month. Last month. Last month. We had it on the bar. This kid left the bar and told the 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 bouncer, yeah. you know, the the, the ID checker, yeah. that I don't know if you should be playing this kind of movie because it's a little much for people and me. So it was Aww. it was a bit much, Aww. and I was Kiddo. like, and I was like, thank you, fuck yeah, I just did something awesome. <laughs> I thanked myself. I was like, fuck yes. I made that kid scared. He did not want to see what he saw. So watch Terrifier. All right. And you will see probably not what you wanted to see. It's kind of like a bone tomahawk. You see bone tomahawk? I did actually. Sorry. Did see bone tomahawk. 
You know the scene in Bone Tomahawk that I'm talking about? I'm pretty sure. Because the there's hatchet. only the one scene, yeah. Terrifier. Same premise. <laughs> Very same kind of thing. Alright. Yeah. Fuck, I wish I would remember what I was talking about before. <laughs> Fuck. I really wanted All to right. talk about so it, too. We, but... we, we can cycle back. Alright, so it started with... Nah, it's not gonna happen. I know right. it's not gonna happen. Alright, I give it up. No, not gonna happen. We'll just keep moving. Alright. Keep moving on. What is the stupidest horror sci-fi channel thing that you actually ever watched and mine is still i'll look up the actual title but i think it's santa jaws i think that was the name of that movie i think mine was fatty drives the bus (laughs) nothing good can come of that joe it sucks nothing good can come of that fatty drives the bus is a trauma film yeah if you if anybody is in the fucking trauma or knows about trauma, look up trauma. I was in a film with Lloyd Kaufman, okay? Called Bloodbath in the House of Knives. Alright? <laughs> and y'all need to see that shit. Y'all need to see fucking anything trauma is done. Tromeo, Tromi, yeah, Tromeo and Juliet. No, oh, I did see Tromeo and Juliet. Fatty drives the bus. Newcomb High. Newcomb High is amazingly stupid and awesome. Toxic Avenger. Is, that's the original? is the brilliance of Stupid and Awesome. So that's all Lloyd Coffin. Mm. All of it. Uh, teenage Cat Girls in Heat. Remember Teenage Cat Girls in Heat? Uh, surf Nazis. Must die. Must die. They must. They must. So any of that stuff, you need to watch Troma. Check Troma out because Troma produces a lot of New York City... Uh, very fun, very stupid, very Chud Night worthy. If you want to have a Chud Night of your own, watch back-to-back shitty horror movies. Mm. Check out Trauma, first of all, and then get a good one. So start off with a shitty movie, and then get the good one. Interesting, because that's the reverse of the drinking night. Right. Right, because the drinking, you start with the good stuff, and then your palate's destroyed, so then you drink shitty stuff just to maintain your buzz. Definitely, sort of. But here you're saying, other way around, start with something shitty that gets you in the laughing mood, and then ruin that with something awesome. ruin it with something pretty good, where you were like, oh, we've all shut up. We've all decided to just keep watching what we were watching, Mm -hmm. you know? And then it turns out to be fun. It's it's a... To have a chud nut of your own, and my friend Mark, uh, this was his baby, and it became my baby, and a lot of other babies spawned, and I... Try, as you know, we've had some of these, the West Coast Tread Nights. Yeah. And I that like, is when we watched Happy Death Day. Yeah. And, and because those, you, you'd never know when you're going to find a diamond in the rough. And that's what I'm talking about. And those are what I want my nights to be and my friends to be a part of. It's just like, can't ever get anybody together. Although it doesn't matter because, okay, so here's the thing. Regardless of, so it's basically like an open mic night, right? So regardless of open mic and who comes, right? Yep. So Chud Night is very the same. I've had times where me and my friend Mark were the only two people at Chud Night. Mm-hmm. I've had Chud Night with us 20 people, 30 people. It's full house. Sometimes it's just four of us. Sometimes it's five of us. The whole thing that never changed, it was always Monday night. Mm. 
That was the thing that never changed. It's always Monday night. It's always about 9 o'clock at night. Regardless, we had the work in the morning. It didn't matter. It did not matter what had happened, right? We would drive up. And I lived, like, from his house. At that time, I lived about 40 minutes away. Tonight, tonight, in Atlantic City. But, yeah, I would drive 40 (laughs) minutes to his house. We'd watch these fucking terrible movies. And I would drive all the way back. And this was started at 9 p.m., right? So 9 p.m. to a little about 1, yep. 2 o'clock. And then you're driving. And then until I'm driving. You, so dri- you're getting back home 2 or 3. A little little buzz. You know, because be- it was a different time. Right. A couple beers, you know, here, there, whatever, you know, food. So I'm full. I'm not buzz driving, but I'm just like, you know, it's it's we've had a lot. It's It's been a long, tiring yeah. night. It's a tiring night. Yeah. Right? So, like, all right. By the way, nobody is driving here tonight. No, no. don't. Nobody should drive drunk any, anyway. And at that time... Never. It was a we different time. We didn't really drive drunk. It was, like I said, we were more tired. If you had yep. a, a beer or two. Yeah. You know, you know no, what I'm saying? True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. You had a beer or two. It doesn't matter. Like, whatever. We're we're driving. We're hanging out. But, but, we, but we would try to carpool. We're like, all right, who's going to Mars tonight, right? Mm. We're like, all right. Going up there, but it's forty minutes there, forty minutes back. You get done twelve or one or two. You bullshit. You talk. You cook. You yeah, you're getting home. At, you're getting home at two or three. Yeah, you're getting home at two or three. You work be, starts at nine, and you got to be at work at seven a.m. Oh, right, because you're mechanic. I'm a mechanic. Yeah, and you're fucked. Yep. You're like, who's dedicated? I'm fucking dedicated, and that's what I do. People are like, why do you do this? I'm like, I don't know, but it's something <laughs> special about this fucking night that I love doing this shit, and I don't know why. In horror movies and shitty movies, just do it. Even if you fall asleep watching. Sometimes people just fall asleep, pass out. That's the best thing. You're like, you're missing it! And Mark would just stand up, take his pants down, and take his dick out, and it would be fucking hilarious. And it would just be so fun. Everything was so everybody fun. else was asleep. They were they were sleeping or whatever the fuck. And you're like, you missed Mark taking his pants off and just whipping out his dick and be like, fuck yeah, this girl took out her tits. Yeah, fuck, I love life. And you're like, oh my God, <laughs> what the fuck is happening with my life? It's and, fun. And where I there, I might be thinking like, I'm so glad I was asleep for that. Yes, you could have been. Or you could have been <laughs> like, man, this night would have been any funnier if that didn't happen because I... Literally had tears in my eyes. Mm. If the tears in the eyes could talk, the stories they would tell. Because that is what it's all about. And there's a science fiction story in that right there that you should be writing. If the tears in your eyes could talk. It's kind of an Al Bundy uh, <laughs> quote. <laughs> Peg, where's my biggins? Yeah. His his quote was exactly that that I said. If yeah. the tears in the eyes could talk, the stories they would tell, and what he would not normally say, but that's the all that. And I love that show, and that's another bringing it all back to the theme of love and marriage. Love and marriage goes together like a horse and carriage. This I tell you, brother. You can't have one without the other. Love and marriage. Love and marriage. Boom. Yep. <laughs> All right. 
I think that's it then. I think we ended that... on the same note of the same time on the same phrase. Indeed. Check out a bunch of shit that you and, guys should do. You know, and whenever the next show is, and I don't know when that is because that's about Joe and his buddies and the folks that he wants to talk to, but it will be the same bat time and the same bat channel because it's probably the same bat podcast. Exactly. So yes, sir. Bat podcast. Bat podcast. I am Batman. I am Batman. I am Batman. <laughs> There's a lot of Batmans. Batman. Weird Batmans. <laughs> it's true. All right. We'll see you guys later. Night, everyone. Late. And that is it, ladies and gentlemen, for this week's podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out with us. I want to thank my friend Gabe Wolfenstein for coming and hanging out and donating some beer. Uh, that beer was awesome. It was uh, the, from the brewery in San Diego, <clears throat> and it was a 16.5 age, I think 2015. But that shit was good. So, yeah, so thank you for that. I also want to thank uh, Ale Arsenal in San Carlos, the Rosen Crown in Palo Alto, uh, Jane's Beer Store in Mountain View, and the Willow Market in Menlo Park. All great places to get great beer, maybe meet some great people in the scene, or maybe not in the scene. You might just meet somebody, might meet the love of your life, bumping in to get some beer. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. I'm just here. That's all I do. So, yeah. So, other than that, check out the website, afewd.com. Go to the uh, exclusives button and then click on the donate button. Donate to the beer fridge. I'll give you a shout out, like I said. And uh, yeah, we'll take it from there. So until then, tip your bartenders, tip your waitresses, tip the service people. Tip everybody that needs to be tipped out. All right, We make a, a minimum wage. We don't make a living wage. We make a minimum wage everywhere. So be nice to your fucking people that are serving you. If not, stay the fuck home. Okay? Late.